On this podcast, Math and Ginger, how to deliver math with less pain. Welcome to the Speaking of Math podcast, episode number 72 by Door to Math. This podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids' math learning. Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.doortomath2.com or on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram at Tucson Math Doc. So let's get on with the topic of the day, math and ginger. All right, so when our kids were little, I made a mistake of feeding them too much ginger. I know, right? Ginger, I grew up in China and it was a magical herbal thing that our village used all the time. My mom used it, uh, whether I'm sick or not. The active ingredient of ginger can help uh, lower the risk of infections. And when you read that the list is pretty long. Anyway, long story short, so I fed our kids when they were young too much ginger. Uh, whenever they got sick, they always got ginger soup. So. Now they're teenagers, they refuse, absolutely refuse touch ginger, but I know in their system they need a ginger. So they've grown ginger resistant, but they <laughs> still need ginger. What to do? All right, so we solved the ginger problem uh, the other day by buying the ginger gels. And what ginger gels do is you swallow them, they don't taste like ginger and they go through the stomach and they dissolve in the intestine and that's where it does the most good. Right, so I no longer have to fight with my son. Uh, our daughter is a freshman cross country now. So our son still lives at home, so we no longer have to fight with them and I know he still gets the benefit of them, ginger. And that got me thinking the other day about math, math and ginger, right? So when it comes to math, if your kid had a traumatic experience and you know in your heart math itself has a lot of value, kind of like ginger, right? Math teaches you critical thinking skills that open a lot of doors that wouldn't be open otherwise, right? So it has the inherent value, but how do you pass that on if your child is resisting it? So we have a two-step process. All right, so uh, if kids have a bad experience with math at a young age, kind of like ours had a bad experience with Ginger, they get math resistance, and we're trying to find uh, a pill a math pill so they could still take the math because it's good for them. Yeah, so equivalently the gel, the soft gel, right, the gelatin ones that make the ginger pass through the stomach and not irritating the stomach but actually absorbing the small intestines. I was thinking what would it be equivalent? It dawned on me how we teach our kids math is the soft gel, right? If you have a child, a natural learning style is visual and you have a teacher in the classroom, it's completely auditory or logical or some other method that you can't absorb that, right? It's really painful trying to absorbing something that you don't like to begin with in a method that you don't really jive, right? So dominant learning style, know what your child has and trying to find someone to help the child in that dominant learning style. All right, so some kids like the taste of peppermint and I really hate the taste of peppermint. And so the teachers teach peppermint at school and if a kid really hates it, that's going to make them resistant. Right. So I believe our parents, us, are quarterback of our children's academic success. So find someone who can teach your child 
in your child's own primary learning dominant style? So the, the, the typical learning styles that are here are visual, auditory, and, and kinesthetic. kinesthetic. All right, and most of the time, I think teachers teach in the visual learning style? No, actually, a vast majority, I believe, is either auditory or more uh, logical, sequential. Uh, it's more auditory. Auditory. Okay. What's a good way for me to find out what kind of learning style my kid has? There's a lot of online tests that you can take. Uh, if you take a look at your child, naturally, you know, does the kid want to fix things? Uh, our, our son, from before the time he can walk, he likes to fix things. So he, he just trying to grab two uh, plastic toys, trying to fit them together. I mean, that's really logical. Uh, that, that really is a kinesthetic. There's no other way around. Our daughter is very creative, so visual is her ticket. All right, so first step is find their learning style. And if my child's learning style doesn't match with the teacher's learning style, what do I do? Well, then again, this is he falls heavily on our parents, us. I believe that we we need to intervene, and the sooner the better to give our give our kids who didn't have a good math experience a chance. Find someone who can teach in that dominant style. All right. So once I find someone that matches my child's learning style, be it another teacher, a friend, or a math coach, or even volunteer at the library. So that's part of the coding. Next thing is I want to make the pill taste sweet. Kids like, most kids like sweet. And I want them to look forward to it. Um, I'm trying to think of some ways I can make the pill sweet. Yeah, so if you think using that analogy, if we we'll go one step further, now you coded this uh, math pill, right, with uh, dominant learning style so that the information transfer easier. Next thing I believe would make a huge difference is know where your child's love language is. The professor Gary uh, Goodman, I believe, has the research lab on love lab right i mean it's a really popular book five love languages uh, just a quick recap there's word affirmation quality time service gifts and uh, t for physical touch like hugs okay so to make the pill sweeter we need to communicate with our child in their love language and that will make them look forward to the solving the math pill uh, I wouldn't say like looking forward to it, but you want to make sure their emotional tank is full, they're having a good energy flowing in their system, right? That'll make learning uh, less resisting, maybe. Uh, we as a human, uh, I believe, for me, myself, I, in particular, like if I didn't have a good experience, I tend not to want to go there. Unfortunately, in this case, math is something we do need to teach our kids just for the, even just to develop the critical thinking skill. That part in itself is important. All right, so I think the words that spoke to me that I heard is their emotional tank is full. Yes, uh, have a good flowing juice so know what you kids feel love quickest way, right? All right. So that might... Okay, um, I'm going to reach a little bit here. Anything that will make the kid run to math? Ooh, that's a hard one. I think the best bet is always find someone who is passionate about that particular subject. There's nothing you can... Um, 
I believe the quickest way to transfer uh, knowledge is someone who's really passionate about it, right? That passion is energy. That energy is transferable. Knowledge is not quite as transferable as energy. The passion is energy. Okay. So uh, someone that's passionate about a particular subject, and uh, I think if we all look around, we can find someone that's really passionate about something that they do. All right, uh, let's uh, summarize. So uh, if a child has bad experience with math early on in their math career, they become math resistant. And uh, if we can use the medicine analogy, if we feed them a math pill that's coated with some substance so that they can absorb it and have math in their system, and that's beneficial for them down their road. And the coding that we talked about is find their learning style to make sure that the learning style of the child matches the learning style of the teacher. And that's one layer of the coding. And something that can make it sweet is to make sure that we as parents make sure that our child's emotional tank is full so that they're ready to swallow the math bill. And the final reach math step is Find someone around us that's passionate about a subject. It doesn't have to be anything with math, and maybe have them be around our child. It almost looks like math is easier than this ginger struggle we've been having with our kids, right? <laughs> Let's hope so. And on that note, until next time, happy parenting.